Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Give it to me. Give it to me. Hello, everyone. I'm Molly Wood. And I'm Tom Merritt. Happy almost new year and welcome to It's a Thing Almost New Decade. Wow. Well, technically, if you think the decade starts next year, have fun next year with all of your other friends who think that we're celebrating it now. (laughs) Yes, we are. I'm going to ask Tom to explain that later. Well, because technically zero is the last number in a decade and it doesn't begin until one is the mathematical way. Because you didn't have a year zero, you had a year one. Oh, uh, well, uh, okay. And uh, I mean, okay, so Tom is going to celebrate it in uh, one year. And, no, I'm like, celebrating it right days. now. I'm just saying. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> for, you know, for over a decade, Tom and I have been having conversations <laughs> just like just this. like that, yes. Which is uh, what inspired us to have conversations unlike any of that on It's a Thing, the weekly podcast that you support and we love and have been doing for a full year, no matter how you count it. And this uh, this week, we have a little something special. Yeah, thanks to our producer, Rich Truffolino, for putting together the best of 2019. Uh, have Woo-hoo! a walk down memory lane with us at all the great things that happened in 2019. Enjoy. Give it to me. Oh, all right. I hear you. We will give it to you. After lo these many years, literally years, we are back. Hello, everyone. We're back. I'm Molly Wood. And I'm Tom Merritt. And welcome to the triumphant return of It's a Thing. Ah, so many (laughs) trends we've missed over the past five years. And so many that haven't changed at all no, over the not past a bit. five years. Avocado toast is still a thing. Selfie sticks. Still a thing. Still a thing. Okay, well, my thing that I think is that is a thing is already a thing, but I'm just sort of realizing it. And so I'm curious about whether it's a thing for adults or just like people my son's age. But there is this new there's this phenomenon and it shouldn't be surprising considering how kids consume all entertainment right like clearly they're not going to go for sea drama because it sounds too long for them 47 minutes 68 episodes everything they do is like in goldfish you know size chunks but there's a sort of entire category of music now that kids are into that is just meme music like songs that are itself Songs that are themselves a meme, like the Hey Now, You're not you're a Rockstar song, which became a meme because of Shrek. Like there's this sort of this weird, ironic obsession with the Shrek movie that turned into an obsession with that Rockstar song and that they then talk about all the time and sing. And then there are compilations of songs that are just meme music. And so my son will cycle through these little teeny short chunks. Ah, ah, there it is. 
meme music. Some kid right now is like, oh my God, totally. That's like a Fortnite song. <laughs> I love, I love, I was so excited to see Cardi B in here because uh, Justin Robert Young and I have been uh, having an ongoing uh, appreciation for her and her truth telling. I don't necessarily agree with her on every single thing any more than I agree with any other human being on every single thing. So, you know, I'm not trying to say like, oh, she she can't do any wrong. But I just I like you say, I love that she is way more interesting than you think. So and she's fine with that. Much more interesting. Like she is a savant. Like you just are you're I'm listening to her speak and I'm like, wait a second. This is a damn genius. What if Cardi yeah. B is secretly a damn genius? And then it's not very secret at all. She can name all. all the U.S. presidents in order. I know. I love her obsession. But she is equally I also can. obsessed with the fact that she thinks her tongue is way too big for her mouth. Right. Mm-hmm. Both of those things and on are her, uh, Both of those things true. are amazing and apparently true. And then there's this like, it, there's this incredible back-to-back of Instagram where she one day she's doing a shoot for Dolce & Gabbana and then the literally the next photo on her Instagram is her in her pants with the or her in her car with the pants down because she's like they're too tight and I need to air out my business except way more in a Cardi B way but sure. I can only yeah. say the, the P word one time for a podcast and I'm shocked that I you've spent or, you spent your allowance yeah as Jenny points out possibly a higher intelligence from outer space what if Cardi B is first contact <gasps> what if Damn. It's the only thing that explains it. I mean, it kind of is. She she was getting uh, resupplied by Oumuamua. Oh, <laughs> amazing. Oumuamua was a resupply ship for Cardi B. Give it to me! It started as a joke when we were driving from the airport to the Airbnb that we had. Mm-hmm. And I noticed, I don't know, half a dozen silver Jeeps on the road. And I, I, I turned to my wife, Eileen, and I was just like, did you see all these silver Jeeps? Like, remember, like, like, is that the new thing? And and I say, remember, because Eileen is the one who said, she's like, remember when we, we've been here before it was Mustangs. And and so it must've changed from Mustangs to silver Jeeps. So the whole week I, I decided to start saying silver Jeep. Every time I saw a silver Jeep thinking like, it probably won't be that much. I probably just, you know, I saw a lot of them at once ran. No, man, every drive, multiple silver Jeeps, sometimes two in a row. <laughs> like mm-hmm. they were everywhere. And so I started to take photos midway through my vacation of parked silver Jeeps when I was walking around. Okay. And so what is, so many things are hilarious about this. One is that I try to go to Hawaii around the same time, this time of year, every year, I have it like a tradition with a girlfriend because it's whale season in Maui. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. we really like to go and see the whales. And it's a yep, whole saw thing. Some whales. It was good. And we love the Jeep. Like we always <laughs> rent a Jeep. And it's that's a thing for us is always to get the Jeep and get the silver Jeep and do the upgrade and figure out the best way to do the upgrade. Like, is it better to book an SUV and upgrade from that? Or, you know, and it is a whole conversation every time. And I have had two occasions on which I you know, rented a Jeep, took the top off, then got stuck in the rain, couldn't get the top back on. Mm. Like it's a whole, the Jeep is a whole hilariously gigantic part of my Hawaii uh, experience every year, year after year. So much so that I've been like, should I buy one back here? All of that. And this year I was like, and again, Tom and I were there. I was there a week before him. Mm-hmm. And this year during that trip, I was looking around thinking, I don't think we can get this Jeep again. 
this is like embarrassing. Every car is a Jeep. <laughs> and and you're right. It's not like I hadn't seen Jeeps before. If you're on Maui, a lot of people want to take the road to Hana. That's a rough road. So a lot of people want Jeeps, you know, so that they, they can get through some of the rougher parts easier. Yeah. Uh, but it was just ridiculous how many and, and silver particularly. I saw yeah. white Jeeps. I saw black Jeeps. I saw red Jeeps. But silver seemed to be the predominant color. It is the silver one. I mean, you're. it's completely true. And I was like, okay. It's not like I didn't know that this Jeep marked us as tourist girls, for sure. <laughs> but it is now so lousy with Jeeps that I really did think to myself, like, I think next time we should just get something else <laughs> because there's too many of them. And it's true. The Mustang has dwindled to almost nothing in the Hawaii rental car uh, situation. And the Jeep is up. We, I will say at least I had a red one. But I don't uh, think that's any better. Yeah, I'd say black seemed to be, you know, in my informal survey, black seemed to be the second most popular color, like right in there with white. And red was kind of the the more unusual one. So so you at least in the Jeep spectrum, we're on the rarer end from, I guess from what so. I was looking at. Oh, you know, I wonder. Uh, I, wonder. I know there's a whiskey sommelier. And the reason I know that is it it is created by the Wizard Academy in Austin. And I, I, I got to see their little whiskey closet when I was there, which is pretty freaking amazing. There uh, totally is. I yeah. looked it up. Oh, they're yeah, called, cool. It's, called, it's a beer sommelier also called a Cicerone. C-I-C-E-R-O-N-E. I believe that's Cicerone. Uh, it's how the ancient Greeks would say. No, I don't just I knew it. Anyway, I think that's that feels like the next step in the uh in the in the like I don't know. Order whatever beer you want. Like don't a worry. Cicerone. Our our Cicerone will come. Uh could I, I speak you. to the Cicerone please? Could I speak to the Cicerone? I will give you $100 in crisp $2 bills if we can go to a bar together and you will do that. <laughs> I'm going to make a call. I may be totally wrong, but I think cider is about to break through into the mainstream. I Yes. I mean, I agree with you. And I feel like we even had a somewhat more recent conversation about how we thought it should be a mm-hmm, thing by mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I think you are totally right because I have seen, in fact, just recently at St. Patrick's Day, I bought cider to take mm. to dinner. And I was like, huh, there are like 11 different kinds of cider in my corner store. Yes. And there, there, there's a few signals here. First of all, Stella Artois cider has become prevalent. So <laughs> uh, when you get like a, ma- like a major brand out there pushing its cider, uh, that, that's a sign, right? Because the major brands aren't going to waste their time on, on that. Right. Uh, so I see that in the grocery stores. I see it advertised now. Uh, on menus, a lot of places that wouldn't otherwise have a cider have Stella Artois cider, spelled C-I-D-R-E because it's Stella Artois. Uh, uh-huh. The other one is uh, differentiation of flavors. So instead of like two apple ciders, there's like, oh, we also have a pineapple cider. And, uh, you know, um, I, don't, I don't know what the other ones are, but I've seen other ones. Right. Now no, I've seen other kinds of fruit. Yeah. And I saw, uh, I actually saw a rosé cider which i thought was yes that was one of them that i saw yeah 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 yeah. i kind of want to try it what do you think that's about just like a sparkling rosé type thing but it was called a cider so i guess it's made i'll I'll be honest it's probably just apple cider with pink fruit coloring (laughs) 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 is what i thought when i saw it uh but here's the clincher here's the canary in the cider orchard uh veronica belmont was having a cider on sword and laser earlier this week when we recorded Oh, and she is, of course, the noted, like, 
coolster. She's kind, yeah. She's kind know, of the coolster, yeah. Not pretentious, just always, always in, in yeah. on top, yeah. right? Uh, and uh, I, I asked her like, "Why a cider?" She's like, "Oh, I don't know. You know, it's a blah blah blah." blah. She had her reasons. But it, none of those reasons were because it's cool. It was more like just the natural outgrowth of events. And I said, on Sword and Laser this week, I'm like, that's that's my thing now because nice. you're drinking that cider. Because you're drinking that cider. Yeah. And I, I'm now thinking back and I've like, I've seen the cans a bunch. There are those like really cool looking cans where you can just buy like one can of cider. And actually, a friend, uh, we bought uh-huh, some. Uh-huh. My friend and I went to the drive in movie and had like cider. And. As I am doing my real-time DuckDuckGo, it appears to be that rosé cider in particular mm-hmm. is becoming a bigger thing. I just put a link in the Discord, oh, actually. Oh, yeah. About it. We'll the put it year of rosé cider is upon us. Is upon us, which just means <laughs> that cider has finally hit. Also, they're showing an apple that's colored red so, <laughs> bear, uh, as the, as weird, the default yeah. picture, which <laughs> just uh, – that's probably fake, but, but – I will say that is hysterical that like cider finally has arrived, which I think is true, but then literally ran right into the buzzsaw that is our collective obsession with rosé. <laughs> <laughs> and then became this unholy alliance. That's hilarious. <clears throat> give it to me. Uh, we're going to give you the end so you, you can enjoy the journey is that Molly and I realized right before the show that we had both picked the same thing. The for same show. thing. And we only had a thing because we are actually our original plan which we are still going to execute in some form was wow we have been getting so much incredible feedback like on twitter and in email and on the patreon page patreon.com slash it's a thing should you want to join in the fun that we should just do a show about your things like just make it the feedback thing show yeah so that was a plan yeah and then tom said I, oh, oh <laughs> that's my and then, cue. And then Tom said, "I said, uh, hey, I only have one thing today. Forgetting that we actually really didn't even need a thing, uh, but I can I can do it in the pre-show if you want." And I was like, "Well, I could actually rustle up a thing that I've been noticing was a thing, and then all of a sudden today exploded into a super duper thing. Maybe so much of a thing that it's like beyond being a thing." And then I told Tom what it was, and then Tom said, that's my thing. So a couple weeks ago, um, and we I, died. Was, I was listening to the Apple Music uh, um, uh, 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 Today's Hits playlist, okay. which I, I do from time to time, like when I'm just getting ready in the morning or I'm making, making lunch or something, I'm just like, ah, I just want to have some music on, uh, play Today's Hits, and a couple weeks ago, the song Old Town Road by Lil Nas X showed up on the playlist. So great. And I was like, wow, this is this is interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. This is different. It's It's got a kind of a country vibe. I'm, I'm, I'm into this. It caught my ear. And so this morning, it showed up again on that playlist. And I was and I started thinking, well, you know what? This could be this could be a thing. This idea of like a, a countrified uh, hip hop song. Mm-hmm. And then as I'm reading minutes later, my feeds to get ready for today's Daily Tech News show, I see an article in Variety that the song I had been listening to, which I had sadly stopped before I got to that point in it, was in fact a remix of Old Town Road that included Billy Ray Cyrus mm-hmm. because... Old Town Road had been kicked off the Billboard country charts 
because people were complaining it shouldn't qualify as country and uh-huh. hip hop. And Billy Ray Cyrus said, well, that's silly. Waylon Jennings once told me that if you do something original, they'll try to make you an outlaw. So I'll, I'm going to team up uh, and, well, and, and do this, this collaboration with Lil Nas collab. X on Old Town Road. He did a collab. And meanwhile, in Oakland, <laughs> meanwhile, back in Oakland, this song <laughs> is on nonstop repeat on my son's phone in his <laughs> AirPods in the car. He and his friends are singing it to each other all the time. The song, Old Town Road, has become a full-blown meme song, which you may recall us discussing mm-hmm. as a thing in an earlier episode of the uh, during the relaunch period. And so I'm like, oh my god, this song is totally a thing. It's a it's a it's a complete meme song, and it hits on the thing that we talked about with meme songs, which is that a sub branch of that thing is country, and how they're like, yeah, because it was the John Denver thing when we talked about it originally. Yeah, and they all and and a bunch of different country songs, and so that they're like, there's this weird kind of fascination Mm -hmm. in meme culture with country music, and so then this was like. A double thing by being so by being like a meme song that was also playing off of the kind of weird obsession that everybody has with country music. So then all of that happens. And then, like Tom said, it gets kicked off the country music billboard charts. And then today I see Billy Ray Cyrus trending and I see the words Old Town Road. And I'm like, I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. Like this may be even too much of a thing, but apparently it is such, as we discussed, such an overarching meta thing that it became for the first time that I can identify the thing. Oh yeah. Pea milk. Pea milk is definitely a thing. It is. Oh yeah. No, No Sarah Lane has talked about it on good day internet. Several times. Mm -hmm. There's really pea milk. Oh yeah. Also, I just kind of can't stop saying pea milk. milk. All right. I'm looking up oat milk and I'm hitting the news tab and Oh, yeah. Is oat milk healthier than other plant-based milks? Dietitians weigh in on MSN News. Dairy versus non-dairy. What's best for you? Wow. Four great I feel like new... I just missed the oat milk train, and, and I'm already on the pea milk train. I'm not drinking either one of them. I just mean in knowing about them. Okay, so uh, Forbes reports that there's good hemp barista seed milk. So hemp milk, <laughs> apparently. This Amor is fascinating. Berkeley How did we miss this? has never been written. This is a huge thing. Apparently. I thought we talked about pea milk before, but maybe I, I'm just oh, man. remembering. I have never mm. said the words pea milk until today. It's pretty hilarious. And the more I say it, the worse it gets. Lynn, this is amazing. I have learned so much <laughs> from your email. This is freaking awesome. <laughs> I got to check out some oat milk now. Can oat you milk. make oatmeal with your oat milk no, for double oat now. protection? I knew you were going to go there. Actually. Will, will it double protect your heart? Uh, market Research Gazette says pea milk market is set for a potential growth worldwide excellent technology trends with business analysis. This must have been written by a robot. <laughs> That's what I got when I searched for pea milk. Just Please, now. dear everyone listening to our show right now, if you have ever consumed or even encountered pea milk in the wild... Uh, please email us immediately please. at feedback at it's a thing dot me. We will also accept photographs and this is uh, urgent. and audio recordings of your pea milk <laughs> takes test. For those of you who have suggested that I would have encountered pea milk if I had left the basement, you may be right. You may, you may be, be right. right. There's nothing. There's nothing to say. You're not right. Wowzer! Wow. Mm-hmm. 
I am unfamiliar with the Lizzo. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. So Lizzo is a rapper, like a rap artist, and she's very poppy and delightful. And she's this big, 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 big black, black woman. She is phenomenal. And her whole deal. And I actually saw her. I was lucky enough to see her two years ago at South by Southwest at the like NPR one music Mm -hmm. concert. And she was filling in for somebody and she came out and it was just phenomenal. She was like in spandex and she's probably like a, you know, she's like a size 24 or something like she's a big girl and she is super, super, super body positive and just super positive in general, which, and I'll get to why I think that's part of why she's a huge thing right now. But like she came out in those spandex and she had these two little skinny dancers. And I mean, it was like the kind of show where your mouth hangs open the whole time. Like she's so incredible. Um, and mesmerizing and charismatic and awesome that I've remembered her ever since and loved her. And now all of a sudden, like she's definitely starting to have a moment and she's really coming into her own and she's becoming a lot more popular. But part of the reason is because she's so positive. And so there was this great article about her actually just uh, in March in Allure that I found when I was researching the show that said like, she's not part of a movement. She is her own movement. Mm. And it's, you know, but it's like, there have been a lot of people who come along and they talk about like being awesome and accepting yourself as you are and whatever. But there is something about Lizzo that makes it work. And I have had like three young women talk to me about Lizzo recently. And I've had all these feelings like the, the song that I'm super into right now is called like a girl. Like if you throw like a girl, you can run the whole damn world, that kind of thing. Oh, okay. But, and I was saying, I was talking to this young woman and I was saying like, oh yeah, this friend of mine like really loves to talk about how she thinks Prince Charming is going to come. And automatically, like without even thinking, this this woman that I work with goes, there's no Prince Charming. You are your own Prince Charming. Mm-hmm. And then she goes, I'm sorry, I've been listening to a lot of Lizzo lately. <laughs> and she was like, instead of going to therapy, I just listened to Lizzo. Give it to me. Matthew said, I'd like to suggest a nascent thing, a thing that may be moving from being a tiny isolated subculture to being something at least on the fringes of the zeitgeist. And that thing is Mongolian metal. Heavy metal music with folk elements and instrumentation has been around for a while, e.g. Fintral, a Finnish metal band whose songs tend to be built around polkas. (gasps) But... It's Mongolian metal, complete with Mongolian throat singing that seems to be making some inroads. The Who, H-U, The Who, Mm -hmm. seem to be the breakthrough band. See NPR.org for more. They had a whole story about them. But other groups like Nine Treasures and Tenger Cavalry are also out there. Metal is not a genre I know much about, but I find this particular branch of it fascinating and generally very joyful and fun to listen to and hope that it really is on its way to being a thing. Oh my gravy. This is like the single coolest email I think we've ever gotten. It is quite quite certain to be to be a, among those. Yes, I'm just going to angle to get invited to a dinner party anytime soon so that I can just start start like dropping bombs about Mongolian metal. Oh, do you not know? It's a thing. I'm not familiar with the who. Yes. so good oh i love it oh my god the throat singing yeah 
with the crazy like <laughs> oh, please who yeah you definitely need to be going to a party and say oh i'm so into the who and they're like oh uh you know what would you like tommy or and you're like oh no i mean oh, mongolian no, no. metal i'm talking about mongolian H-U. metal aren't you <laughs> amazing uh, and you spell it S K S K S K S K. Exactly, and you pronounce it actually. <laughs> um, actually, the children in our lives would tell us that it's not just there's a there's a vocalization that uh-huh. goes along with it. It's not just ksk, ksk, ksk. it's more like ksk, 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 ksk. oh, there's a little huh. There can be a little huh, mm-hmm. or there can be like ksk, 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 or. Or none whatsoever, but yeah. It's like, like tisk, tisk, the... tisk. It's a variation on that in meaning, right? Yeah, except that the kids who are using it have never heard tisk, tisk, tisk. I right, think, probably. because that, you know, predates both of us. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But it's so, okay, I saw this in the rundown and I got so excited because, yes, it has been a part of my life <laughs> in the what the kids are up to way as a meme, but Remember when I told you that my son thinks that once it shows up on Know Your Meme, it's uh-huh. over? Oh, yeah. Right. It's like, it's it's basically over. Uh-huh. Like, he's not using it anymore. Uh-huh. For a while, it was so irritating. Like, he was using it constantly. And I was like, Oh, really? Okay. Get away. Like, if you come at me again with that thing, I am going to send you to your room. And now, And now that I put it in the rundown... Yeah. Prior to that, not cause and effect, but prior to that, he had stopped using it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. Yeah. And now I'm seeing it in the rundown. I'm like, oh, perfect. Which means yeah. it has reached critical mass. Right. Meaning it's a thing. Yeah. And 12 year olds have moved on. Certified thing. I'm apparently the world's oldest Visco girl. That's my thing. That's my Visco second thing. Visco girl. Visco girl. Do tell. Okay. And this, by the way, is also one of those things you are now going to start seeing everywhere, like a BuzzFeed quid quiz. How much of a Visco girl are you? And, oh my God, these kids make me feel like such a Visco girl. So, apparently, there is a photo editing app called Visco, V-S-C-O, okay. like all caps. And it creates, I mean, what's cracking me up about this and what a big deal it is, is that it basically appears to create Instagram filters, <laughs> but it's a filters with a li- with a specific style, right? That style is very uh, contrasty and cozy, and okay. it's it's the kind of thing that goes along with like string lights in a comfy bedroom and like big fluffy pillows. And but it's pretty generic, right? It's sort of like generically cute, lo- like the crate and barrel of photo filters. And now somehow. It's been translated into this idea that it just, it's an aesthetic that is attached to like what sort of used to be almost like a basic girl. So, like, if in the, uh, if in the uh-huh. old days, you, basic was the old days, like two years ago, basic was like Uggs and a Starbucks cup. Uh huh. Now there's this whole Visco girl look that's like scrunchies, a hydro flask. <laughs> you take you take Instagram pictures of your meals, you wear Vans right. shoes, and then there, you, you have Polaroid cameras because you want that kind of like Polaroid look for your life. And then there's like a whole, apparently, series of brands that are attached to Visco Girl. 
But what's so interesting is I've seen them all come up with my child, like Carmex. For a while, they were all into Carmex. And then they're doing choker necklaces, and they all want to wear a bunch of uh, rings and friendship bracelets. So it's weirdly like the Visco girls kind of like Ooh, upscale it looks like 80s. The, uh, the ripped jean thing. Ripped jeans, absolutely. Vans mm-hmm. or Keds. Like YouTubers have apparently been posting videos like called Becoming the Ultimate Visco Girl. Because <laughs> you want, because that's a goal. Because that's a goal. Well, of course it is, right? If you're a teenage yeah. girl. This is right. all you want. And so then it's like, yeah, Visco Summer. It's like your Hydro Flask with stickers on it. That stupid Sun Bum lotion, which, by the way, sub thing. That Sun Bum sunscreen uh-huh. is a thing. And it is an expensive thing. And I have yet to be convinced that it's worth it. White Birkenstocks. Wearing those right now. Boom. Nailed it. Uh, acai bowls. Puka shells. Like, we all, we, I, I mean, I'm just, I'm like, but I've been this girl. <laughs> What does Visco stand for? I don't know. It's just the name of the app. Very Visco sharp app. contrast. <laughs> yeah. No clue. Hold yeah. on. I'll All look right. that up real quick. Yeah. It doesn't I really matter. It. Nope. I know. It's just, a, it's a photo company. Download Visco, start creating and join a global community of it's, it identical probably stood looking for creators. something a long time ago that has nothing to do with what it is now. It probably did. And so like, I kind of want to get the filter app. I'm a little confused about that. You know, I'm sort of vaguely interested in that. But what I find so interesting about it is that like, Unlike Instagram, which spawned a look, right? this is like a look with a name. Like, it's created a generation. Well, if it's 6.30 in your mind, you should get yourself a metal-banded drinking glass. <laughs> to have a cocktail your, in? Your Friday evening cocktail, yeah. Uh, this is my first thing, because I've noticed this now everywhere. And I'm, I'm wondering if it's a collating thing. The metal banded <gasps> uh-huh. drinking glass was in Mad Men years ago, right? Don Draper in his office had those like cool glass bowl style uh, glasses that he poured his whiskey in and they had a metal band at the top. Mm-hmm. And uh, you may recall that I bought some of those and I had them in my office. Oh, in yes. The 2000s. They were amazing. Yeah. So then they kind of like once Mad Men went away, they, they that kind of ended. But I have noticed on multiple shows for all mankind and the crown come to mind top, but not just those people very clearly on camera drinking metal banded glass drinks. Huh? Interesting. I wonder what, what, what style do you think they are? Are they mid century? I guess well, if you bought they, them. Uh, yeah, yeah. The Madman style. Both For All Mankind and The Crown are taking place in roughly the same time period. For All Mankind is in an alternate universe, of course, but uh, <laughs> of but course. They're, they're roughly like late sixties, <laughs> early seventies. Okay. Yeah. So oh, I think yes. that's part of it. But then, you know, we've talked about how the seventies are kind of coming back. Creeping back, yeah. And so I think even though these are period pieces, sort of the prominence of these glasses, which those weren't the only glass that could have had other glasses. Set designer could have picked, made some other choice, right? Fiesta mm-hmm. wear, who knows what else. Uh, I, I feel like that's going to, that that's something to keep an eye on. That's, that's a, a thing in waiting. All right. That's it for us in 2019. We will see you back here in 2020. And thank you. Honestly, like from the bottom of our hearts, you know, New Year's is like a time to look back and reflect and whatever and look at the good things. You guys, you guys kept the show going for an entire year. And we were so grateful because we have had so much fun every week doing the show, hanging out with our like most loyal listeners in the discord, 
We couldn't do it without you. So yeah. thanks for supporting us. We we seriously wouldn't probably be doing it without you. We like would, we wouldn't, if we're yeah. being honest. We, I we mean, wouldn't. we would want to, uh, but you provide that little extra motivation to make sure we do, and we 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 thank you for that because we love doing this. Yep, yep. That motivation, by the way, is a dollar. Patreon.com slash it's a thing is where you can become a member of the show. Join the Discord, get an ad-free RSS feed, and also, frankly, keep our butts in the chair. Email us your New Year's things. Feedback at it's a thing.me. Happy New Year! Happy New we will talk to you again in 2020. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.